Making Sense of Life podcast number 61. According to J.K. Rowling, life is difficult and complicated and beyond anyone's total control. The humility to know that will enable you to survive its vicissitudes. The Making Sense of Life podcast will not only empower you to navigate through a fast-changing world, but also to grow in body, mind and spirit. Inward change precedes outer transformation. As the ancient Greek author Plutarch once said, what we achieve inwardly will change outer reality. This podcast is sponsored by Logos Medical Legal. Sunil also works privately with senior leaders. Go to drsunil.com forward slash corporate to find out more. Hello and welcome to the Making Sense of Life podcast with me, Andrew Horton and Dr. Sunil Raheja. Sunil, great to speak to you again. This is the third podcast in the series focused in on the book that you're writing, which is fantastic news. You've been working on this book for a little while now, is that right? Sunil? It's been a long labour of love and uh, yes, <laughs> we're getting there. We've got the first draft um, submitted, which we're, as it were, trying to hone and refine. Uh, and part, again, to be absolutely completely honest with you, Part of doing the podcast and, and doing this together is to encourage me to get it done because, as so often happens, it's great to have good intentions, but I really want to see this 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 finished so that it can be a help, hopefully, to lots of people. Now, I've been very fortunate to have read uh, an early draft of your book, Sunil, and uh, I must say I was very impressed, very encouraged to read what I read there about wisdom. It's, it's, it's a really important topic, as we've discussed in the last two podcasts. Wisdom is... Is, is is essential to life really isn't it and yes and and and, and the biblical scripture is very strong on that is the importance about what you really need is not a change of circumstances or things going the way you want or a different external life what you need is wisdom because you need to have the emotional spiritual psychological maturity to handle whatever life throws at you be that good or be that bad yeah and something we've touched on in the earlier podcast is that, you, you, as you say, you have to work on it, don't you? You have to be intentional. You have, it's not something you can just kind of go into a shop and buy some wisdom or you can no. you can say one prayer to God and he'll give you all the wisdom you need for every, every situation. Yeah. It's something you have to build and develop, almost like, train, almost like training and fitness in a sense, isn't it? Yeah, exactly. And I think that's the key thing is that we, we somehow think that there's a, a simple solution and mm. then, then I just get on with my life. No, wisdom comes from... A daily discipline but it doesn't you don't get it in a day mm. uh, and it's something that you keep on on building on and, and, and growing in um, again maybe yeah maybe sports is, is a good analogy because you can achieve a certain level of fitness and health but you have to keep maintaining that uh, and you can't just say you know I, I I did some exercise last week or last month or last year and so I've done my exercise f- 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 you know I've, I've done that now no it, it's, a, it's a daily discipline that you need to keep growing in and Ultimately, it comes from a, a relationship with the living God. So the God is, you know, it's not about religion. This is not about going through a set of rituals and mm. routines. But it's about organising my life in such a way that I'm open and aware to to who God is. But not just who he is, but what he's actually speaking to in, into my life and the decisions I make, the way I live, mm. um, the choices I make. Um, that I'm including me. And again, it doesn't necessarily mean that I make the right decisions. I still mm. make mistakes. I still mm. fail. I still do mm. get things wrong. Mm. But ultimately, I know that I'm living under his grace, uh, completely accepted because of what Jesus has done. 
so that you know, you, you, I'm just thinking of the example, the lovely example. You know, you've got a 14 month old Evan, mm. who who we had the delight of just seeing a little, a little earlier. Mm. He's, he's sleeping now at the moment, mm. but he, you know, he he falls down, he gets up. But his parents, you're helping him to to grow and mature mm. and develop. And God does that in in an even greater and even more marvelous way. Uh, and as you say, it's not wisdom is. <laughs> It's not fast food, is it? It's not something you can suddenly just consume quickly or yes. or, or, or get quickly. Or it's it's yeah. I, I get your point because we're conditioned to because we have in our to, culture everything's so instant. It's very we mentioned this on the previous podcast. It's very countercultural to have godly wisdom in a sense, isn't it? Yes, because we can get so much instantaneously. Mm. I can communicate with people around the world in a in a moment. I can order a pizza on my phone and it'll be here in 20 minutes mm. uh, everything is instant I can microwave but you can't microwave wisdom you know it's a bit like <laughs> That's a good quote. You, can't, you can't microwave wisdom yeah you can't no maybe we should make that into a tweet <laughs> uh, but you know it, the, the, the perfect analogy is is of the farmer you know can you imagine a farmer who does nothing all year and then it comes to July and he's realising, oh, I've got to get a harvest in September. So he quickly throws the seeds. He quickly drowns it in water. He gets mm. his hair dryer and mm. tries to sort of put some heat on, on the plants mm. to make them grow. Mm. Nothing will happen. Or, mm. I mean, exercise is the other example. You know, if, if you want to get a healthy body and, and, and be fit and strong, you can't just, you know, exercise once a month or once a year and think that somehow that'll make a difference. Or if you want to run a marathon, you can't do a marathon without training. And yeah, exactly. So yeah. and that's very similar when it comes to wisdom. But somehow we understand that when it comes to farming. We understand that when it comes to exercise. <laughs> that's interesting, yeah. But when it comes to life, we somehow want it all instantaneously and now. What's behind that, do you think, Sunil? I mean, I mean obviously, from a, from a Christian uh, theological point of view, we would say that uh, we live in a fallen world in a sense and that, that yeah. there is an enemy uh, in Satan and he's trying to stop us. Um, yeah, the first... world of flesh and the devil is, yeah, is the phrase yeah. that's used. Yeah. Is it as simple as that? or? Well, I think that's certainly part of it. Mm. That's a big part of it. I think the other natural part of it is that, is that naturally we tend to go in the wrong direction. Mm. Our natural inclination is towards the negative or to, is to quick fixes and quick solutions because we don't want to do the hard work. We... We enjoy being in our comfort zone. We enjoy things being easy and simple. But all the good things in life lie beyond your comfort zone. Mm. They lie outside your comfort zone. Um, and if we're not intentional, you know, again, I, I always think of gardening. Gardening is a great anal analogy, I think, is if you want a beautiful garden, you've got to do the work of pulling out the weeds. You've got mm. to do the work of, of, of thinking about about where the flower beds go and how it, you're, you're going to plant it. But what's fascinating is, and I think it's, what makes it so powerful is you can do all those things, but you still can't make the plants grow. Only oh, God gives life. Yeah. God makes the plants grow. Mm. Uh, and he's the one who provides the sun and the rain and everything like that. But you still have to do the work of the hard work of, 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 of you know, digging up the soil and deciding mm. where the plants go. And mm. I'm, I'm not a very good gardener, but from what I can see. <laughs> um, and I think there's something about growing in wisdom is that it's only by the grace of God that you can get that wisdom because you, it, it's, it's, because, again, again, true confession, I'm, I'm, one of my big struggles is that I'm a, um, I'm a control freak. I love to have my life perfectly organised, everything, and I always fail. And, 
and that can get me down and discouraged and, and I'm, I'm reforming control freaks I don't get down and discouraged as much <laughs> as I used to when yeah. I was in my 20s and 30s because if I could get my life controlled and organised I would have no need for God mm. I basically that's the way that I um, try to be God in my own life mm. I feel as I could talk to you so much about wisdom not, not saying you're not, not sort of saying you're the wisest person no, on the planet, like, but just it's a rich subject that's really um, worth exploring more and more. Uh, yeah. Of course, you are a very wise person, I would well, say. Okay. But I think one of the first steps of, <laughs> of wisdom is realizing how little you know as well. And this yeah. is why it goes back to being hungry for it. Yeah. It's when you think that you have it all that you're actually on on on, on a sticky wicket. You're you're on sticky ground then, really. Yeah. I mean. Uh, and you begin to realise how huge a subject is. But, you know, you see that in other other areas. You see that in any subject. If you yeah. go to anybody, you know, you go to a you go to scientists like Einstein. And if you mm. were to ask Einstein if he was alive, how much does he understand about the universe? Mm. He'd say to you, less than 0.1%. Yeah. Um, and I think that, you know, we see that in so many areas. People who are at the top of their field in so many areas always know there's, there's further to go. There's more to go. You t- talked about the gardening analogy. I think that's, that's really interesting. I- I'm going, to, I'm going to throw in one more analogy just for now, if that's all right. Yeah, so go for so, it, yeah. So like building a house, the foundations, yes. building foundations of wisdom. I'm, you know, I'm thinking about my little son who's mm. 14 months old and, and, and how I can encourage him to, to, to grow up living wisely. And, 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 and those foundations and building those foundations is important as well, isn't it, Summer? Yeah, absolutely. And in particularly in, in a world where there are so many distractions and so much deception, so much mm. that can turn us uh, in the wrong direction. You know, um, because we don't make this in. So, I mean, I'll give you an analogy. So, <laughs> give one back. <laughs> you don't know, no, no, analogy, but you talked about your son, okay? Yeah. You talked about your son there. And I'll give you an analogy that that, that was relevant 20, 30 years ago, but, there, but it has ramifications for now as well. Mm. One of the very popular things, for example, um, in, in the 80s, 70s and 80s and 90s, was to put, and I assume it still happened, is to put a TV in your child's bedroom. Mm. And what somebody's pointed out to me, which I thought was was very, very insightful, was putting a television in your child's bedroom mm. is like opening the front door and saying to them, to, saying, saying to any stranger, come, 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 in, come into, yeah. their, into their room and do what you like. Because all the way they can mold. Now, it's not only much television, but we've got iPads and iPhones and all that technology. Young children, how... How can I help them to get the right foundations? Because there are many people who want to get their attention and want to influence them. Mm. And many of those people have ulterior motives. Mm. And, you know, uh, you know, organizations like, you know, Facebook and Google, they spend billions and billions, you know, marketing, marketing, getting our attention. Now, obviously, some of that stuff is helpful. Some Mm. of it's good, Mm. but a lot of it isn't. And, you know, if if we take if we take Facebook, for example, you know, how on, on the Facebook feed, Everybody, you know, you, you, you want to keep scrolling up and up and up and up because, and you find yourself half an hour has gone and before you know mm. it, you think, where did that half an hour go? Mm. I've just been following, scrolling and scrolling, scrolling, and, scrolling, and, scrolling yeah. and you can spend your hours and hours doing things like that. Mm-hmm. So one of the kind of enduring themes of your book is, is, is from what I've read of the manuscript, it's very biblically grounded, isn't it? Sonora? And yeah. Talk the, about a lot of biblical examples. Yes. And, and we take the reader on a journey because I think... I do want to include people who are of any faith and no faith, mm. as well as those who would call themselves disciples of Christ. Mm. Because I think wherever you are on that spectrum, 
we all agree that we all need wisdom. We mm. all, well, I'd like you to agree that we all need <laughs> wisdom. I'd like you to see that. That's, that's my intention. Ultimately, I've come to the conclusion that, that, that wisdom is found in the person of Christ and what he's done for us. And that, that as I learn to what it means to live by grace, not by my good works, not, my, but my, um, not by sort of religious observance or mm. trying to be a good person, but because of what he's done for me, mm. then that's where, I can, that's where I can ultimately grow. Now, that may not be your case. But that's, in a sense, for the purpose of the book and for the purpose of where we're going, that's okay. Join us in this journey, and if you find something that's helpful, mm. then we'll be very grateful and very thankful for that. And I hope that my attitude, you know, the example I, I go back to is, is in our attitude from the podcast and for everything on drseal.com is like one beggar helping another beggar to find out where there's good food. Mm. And if we can help you on that journey, mm. then we'll be very, very... Um, we're very happy because if you if you set yourself up as an expert on wisdom, then suddenly you're not no, very no. humble, are you? Well, yeah, that's <laughs> you lose, exactly, lose exactly that's right. Then, then, yeah. You know, yeah. um, pride well, comes before a fall, doesn't it? Does. It does. <laughs> but I think the other important thing is that the danger of and this is about wisdom really is the importance of not comparing yourself to others mm. because all of us are on different journeys uh, and all of us have different challenges. And so, part of walking in wisdom is learning not to compare. It's learning to see that. What are the things that, that, that life and God is trying to, to speak to me? Mm. And what I, may be, what I may struggle with may be something very st- straightforward for somebody else. And what may be straightforward for me might be a struggle for them. So we're all on our own individual races, our own individual journeys. But within a community. And within a community. And, yeah. and that's, again, part of wisdom as well, mm. is really realising that I need community. I need other like-minded people who have the same values as me, who have the same passions as me about wanting wisdom. Uh, to learn and grow with. Is it so, someone said that you become like the people you hang out with. That's right, yeah, that, I've heard yeah. that. It's a fascinating yeah. thing, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. yeah, and that they've done studies that have shown that, um, talking from a sort of materialistic point of view, that 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 your salary will be the average of the five people who you're closest to. Interesting. And, and things yeah. like that. Yeah. And so, um, part of wisdom is thinking about you know the community that, that people I surround myself with. Yeah. Are they ones helping me grow? And obviously. That, that could include family as well. And I'm not saying you should ditch your family, mm. but it, it is in terms of where do I get advice from? Where do I learn from? Who are, who are my mentors? You change your peer group and your life changes mm. as well. Should we dig a bit more into the, the biblical side of it, Sonoma? Yeah, well, let's... So, I mean, just, to, I just thought, just for those who haven't listened to, uh, was it 59 and 60, mm. in terms of where the overall theme of the book is, we're creating a case for why wisdom is important and why it should matter but practically anything else mm. and why we should hunger and thirst for it. Um, and when we talk about the problems and consequences of a lack of wisdom and that can include from relatively minor things like you know discontentment and disappointment and discouragement right on to things like depression, lots of Ds there, depression and uh, stress and burnout. But sometimes you know it can also lead ultimately to you know, even to suicide mm. as well as what may not appear to be um, uh, a bad thing, but self-centeredness and a sense of smugness and pride and arrogance as well. And ultimately, as, as the proverb says, you know, uh, pride comes before a fall. Ultimately, you'll come unstuck. Now, what about the story of Solomon in the Bible? Because that, yeah. that, that's that's uh, one that we've uh, yes you, you touch on in your book and, yes. uh, and talk about. And Solomon is a fascinating character because uh, we read in, in the Old Testament he was... The wisest he's, he's described as the wisest man who ever lived mm. and he wrote huge numbers of proverbs which are incredibly you know insightful about how to uh, 
deal with the complexity of life. You know, life was complex then, it's complex now. Mm. Um, he was so much insight. And yet, and you know, one of the classic stories that, that's in, I think, 1 Kings chapter 3 is about mm. um, two women coming to, to, to Solomon, two prostitutes. Um, and they come with this story that they, that they were both lying against each with, with their babies by their side. And then they woke up um, and found that one of one of the one of the mothers had had, had smothered the baby and, and the baby was dead, and Solomon had to decide who was telling the truth. Now, normally, you know, in a in, you know, if it was a judge in these days and something like that happened, you know, they would try and look at how could they try to vouch for who was the more truthful and more credible. You know, if if, if one woman was um, say not a prostitute or uh, or had a better character they might side with the one who appeared to be a better character but these are both two women who are prostitutes they're of the same social standing it happens at night there are no witnesses how do you answer that and mm. both are equally vehement that you know that that, 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 that the baby is theirs mm. and Solomon does, does the most incredible profound and wise thing <laughs> which no textbook could tell you as mm. we've said mm. wisdom is is, co is competence in the complexities of life when the rules don't help there's mm. that you've got principles but the principles aren't telling you what to do mm. so he basically says let's get it let's get a sword and let's cut the baby in two and give one half to the to each baby and it's the mother of the of the baby who says no 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 rather than do that give it to the other one she shows self-sacrificial love which is appointed to christ as well mm. in the way that, that she does that and it's it's what points then to the king then to say she's the true one because the other woman says okay then just kill it cut it in half because you could her bitterness and her anger mm. loss of her true heart is revealed yeah and that's what wisdom does it reveals where people's true hearts are so there's that side. but what's very poignant about uh, about solomon um which which i bring out in the book is that and yet in spite of all that wisdom the final verdict on his life is one of great disappointment mm. and it talks about how in, this is in the old testament the old testament talks about how uh, with all that wisdom he ended up having 700 wives and 300 concubines mm. he wrote proverbs about like a, like a nagging wife is like a dripping tap mm -hmm. i think he, probably, he experienced that on a huge measure mm. um but it's tragic because you know he was breaking the laws of god that he should have known better about mm. It, you know, there, there were specific in, um, injunctions to the king not to collect lots of horses, not to run after foreign women, mm. which he was what he did. Mm. Um, and the final verdict on his life was, you know, he amassed huge fortunes, which which was not what his purpose he should have done. Mm. And so the verdict in his life was actually one of great tragedy. So I suppose in a sense... Uh... Well, the tr the, the, that's what the sobering thing is, BC, because you can feel your, and we, you alluded to it earlier on, is if you think you're sitting pretty with wisdom, mm. then it's, you, you have to be very careful because it's so <laughs> easy to fall. And we see this in our world with, you know, with people who appear to be, you know, very clever or very wise or very accomplished. Mm. And then some scandal happens mm. and they come tumbling down. The brand that you that you portray is, can, can be quite fragile. Sometimes. It's very it's fragile. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And 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 in a sense that that comes in that speaks into consistency, doesn't it? So if we're going to live live a good life, if we're going to live life well, in a sense, we need to be consistent in in our in our uh, the way. That we well, it's a daily thing, isn't it? So, for example, yeah, you, right, yeah, yeah, yeah. So we don't say, for example, you know, I had a great meal last week, so I don't eat, eat need to eat today. Or a shad, a shad twice. Yeah. 
yesterday so, to shower for a week. Or exactly. Whatever, yeah. that, that kind of thing. So we, we understand that instinctively when it comes to showering, when it comes to eating, when it comes to breathing. You, mm, know, yeah. you don't say, I breathed a lot last yesterday, so I don't need to breathe today. Mm. Well, in the same way, wisdom comes from that daily close walk with God. And thinking about what that looks like, and again, we'll talk about that more in the book, but creating spaces for, for, for science and solitude, mm. as well as for allowing the word of God to speak into my life so I can reflect. You know, we talked about on podcast 60 about awareness and that self-awareness. So I'm aware of myself. I'm aware of what I'm feeling, what I'm going through, mm. and I can bring that to, to God. Mm. Like that. Okay, Sunil. So coming to land now uh, on this podcast, and I just want just to, uh, just to reiterate to our, to our listeners here that, um, as you say, Tanil, this this book is is being produced at the moment. It's yes, it's unusual, form. isn't it? Usually, people start publicising their book when it's written, and I think what I've realised is that I work best in a relationship, and so I'm trying to, and I've got a, a lot happening in other areas. I'm not trying to give this as an excuse, but mm-hmm. I just realised that it's much more fun actually doing it with other people, mm. uh, and, and I'm not the one of the kind of person people who who can sit very long in the corner writing a book in my mm. ivory tower. On my desk. You work well in community. I work well in community. That's right. Yeah. <laughs> so uh, this is. I'm trying to make this community. So, and I, I just would give a shout out. If you've got any thoughts or suggestions, ideas, stories, anything really that you think would, would be relevant or, or things I should expand on from the conversation that you think, oh, that would be actually quite interesting to know. Uh, please do get to, in touch with us at drsnell.com, and um, you never know. I might include it in the book. Yeah. And just. As I say, we're coming to wrap up now, but I just want you to. There's one verse I found here, and it's actually in the manuscript of your book, which is really interesting. It's from Psalm 119, verse 73, which is 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 is, is kind of brings together a lot of the themes we've been talking about. Which is, um, it says, "With your very own hands you form me. Now breathe your wisdom over me." Uh, it says, "With your very own hands you form me. Now breathe your wisdom over me." Is that, is yeah. that, is that important to of, of yes. how God can give us that wisdom. Well, yeah, it? I mean, and this reaches to some really, some lofty thoughts and ideals. Because, see, we think of wisdom just as, I just need some help to sort out this problem that I've got in my life. Well, yes, that is part of wisdom. But wisdom actually is where is this all weaved into the whole fabric of the universe, mm, okay? Mm. It's into the very nature of God. And the Old Testament talks about wisdom being there before the creation of the universe, even. Mm. And that wisdom i think ultimately is another synonym for jesus and as disciples of christ we talk about god being present with us through his holy spirit uh the wisdom of god as jesus is 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 the wisdom of of god Mm. um ultimately what it leads to is this very rich hebrew word called shalom Mm. um and shalom which is loosely translated as peace and when we think of peace, we think, oh, you know, absence of conflict, no war, no fighting. Yeah, stillness. Stillness. But actually, it's much more than that. Again, it's such a rich word. You know, I think Jews greet each other with shalom. Mm. And the roots of it are actually very deep and rich. And there are lots of definitions. But one of the definitions I really love is, um, fr- um, I think, from my friend a- Andy Horton. And, and he gives that phrase, is the wholeness for the, ho- no, this wholeness for the whole person in the whole of life extending to the whole of the cosmos mm. okay just repeat it wholeness for the whole person that's body mind spirit emotions you name it you know community okay for the whole of life not just to sort out my little problem that i've got at the moment but for every aspect of for, for my life from when i'm a, a baby 
to a teenager, to I'm in twenties, to I get married, to having children, to the children growing up, to my old age, extending to the whole of the cosmos. So it's something that puts me in good stead, not just for this life, but for the life to come as well. Um, and again, as disciples of Christ, we have some principles in the sense God gives us his word, he gives us the Bible, mm. but we still have to work it out. And in many ways, we're restless as human beings trying to to find our, our way to make sense of life. Mm. You know, again, the podcast, Making Sense of Life. And we're unlike, you know, the other creatures, you know. <laughs> so, for, you know, Dostoevsky put, puts it quite poetically. He says, every ant knows the formula of its anthill. Mm. The ants make anthills to the glory of God. They do that. Okay. Every bee knows the formula of its beehive. That's what they do. They make, you know, you don't get any sort of neurotic ants or bees. They know the formula of the beehive. They know it in, in their way, not in our way. They know mm. what to do. Our humankind does not, know its, its, does not know its own formula. We don't know how do we, in a sense, make sense of this life. You know, we are, you know, as, as the psalmist said, we are fearfully and wonderfully made. Mm. Um, and that needs a degree of, of awe and reverence mm. and working out in, mm. in, in the day-to-day trenches of life with, you know, with small things to do, you know, you know, the kids to get fed, the, mm-hmm. the, the shopping to be done, the dustbin, to, the, 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 the rubbish to be put out in the dustbin, mm. that everyday nitty gritty. But then in the big questions, who do I marry? Where do I live? You know, what's the purpose of my life? Where am I going? You know, those seven questions, who am I? My identity. Why am I here? Meaning. Where am I going? Purpose. What should I be doing with my precious life right now? The sense of value. Who should I do, do, be doing life with now and in the future? Or community? Mm. And how can I enjoy the journey without regret? Mm. What kind of legacy do I leave to my children and grandchildren, mm. great-grandchildren who I'll never see? How do I plant, you know, uh, how do I plant trees whose shade I will never enjoy? Mm. And then how, how can I actually have fun along the way? Mm. Enjoy the journey, have joy. How can I do that? So that's that richness that shalom and wisdom is really about. So as you can see, it's, a, it's such a huge and rich subject. Well, I definitely, for one, am really looking forward to this book, Sunil, and I can't wait to, to get my hands on an actual printed proper copy of the book when it comes out and, 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 and devour it. It sounds, it sounds absolutely brilliant. So thank you ever so much uh, for uh, sharing more about it, and we, we look forward to seeing it on the shelves. Thank you so much, Andrew. It's been a real delight and privilege to be doing these podcasts with you. And again, listeners, if you've got any questions, comments or thoughts, uh, please do contact us through drsunil.com uh, and if we include anything that you, anything you share you know I'll certainly mention you in, in the book as well thank you if you've enjoyed today's conversation you can get all the show notes for this episode from drsunil.com and could you do us a favor head over to itunes to rate the program this is by far the best way to get this content into the hands of those who need it most also do you think about who you could pass details of the podcast on to don't forget to check out the blog for more great content that's drsunil.com helping you to make sense of life in a challenging and complex world until next time goodbye for now